Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. We're in cloud, floating around in the cloud. Is that? That's, I do like it when you start with the song. I think everybody else likes it when you start around with the song as well. Now your singing career has, has well and truly started. We've got something very exciting happening today. We are recording a podcast. And we are answering the first question that's come in to... So as part of our membership that we launched, we have like a podcast topic and submission form. And Meg, one of our wonderful members, has posted a question that we're going to, we're gonna, yeah, talk about today. So I'll read that out in a minute. Um, but yeah, if, if, if any of you want to get me and Ellie talking for, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes or whatever on a, on a topic and get us doing it together, like that's, it's a really good way to do it. And um, what else is coming up, Ellie Crow? Oh, we've got a, we've got our first, our first official live event, which is a Q and A style. The first one on the 30th of January at 8 PM UK, 3 PM Eastern time. Check out Ooh, look my, at you did look at you did multiple times yeah. Yeah, without using your fingers. I always have to count on my fingers. How do you know I didn't use fingers in my head? Mm. There you go. You see, um, I didn't. I don't think. I don't know what I did. I just minused five. Did you like, have your cosmic badger helping you? Someone mentioned that the other day. Lots of people <laughs> mentioned it. I forgot that it had got out. And then this morning, uh, one of the lads from the group messaged me and was like, lol, I've got to use that chat up line. That's fucking hilarious. So I'd forgotten that we'd been talking about my cosmic badger. Anyway, I've got a picture of it down there. Um, oh, so... fuck. No. Not sure people your cosmic badger. And if no, you wonder different. what on earth we're talking about, please go back and have a listen to the New Year's episode. Um, my cosmic badger, look. Oh, there he is. She. He's a, he's a fine, handsome. She. Oh, oh she is. So Gender a, neutral. It's a she. Um, they is. It's a she. That is. Pronouns are she, her. Oh. Anyway. So, um, yeah, so moving on from Cosmic Badgers, I'm going to record this. Uh, I'm not going to record it. I'm going to read it out. I'm going to read out this request from Meg. Are we are we good for this? Are you ready to go? Yeah, let's go for it. And thank you, Meg, for this, because it's a, it's a yeah. fucking awesome question. And uh, it's really nice to um, be, uh, you know, like to, to, to be able to help with something that's kind of so pertinent and yeah. important and will no doubt not help just help you but help other people too so really appreciate the um opportunity yeah that's why we've created this so that we can have a real continuing kind of yeah conversation like on the podcast so that's cool okay here we go what are your tips for going slash staying alcohol free when your spouse is a daily heavy drinker the last three years i start off strong and I have a streak of three to four months alcohol free, but then some event comes up and I get pressured to join. Uh, and up to this point, I've caved. I'm starting my third year on this track uh, and I'm looking for a full alcohol free year. So looking how to best navigate this. I've tried to get him to cut back, quit, but without much traction. So I'm putting all of my 2024 focus into me and finally kicking this. Love you both. You guys are amazing. Thanks for creating this space. Oh, nice little bit at the end there. Yeah. yeah. Make you feel all warm and fuzzy. <laughs> Would you like to begin? Or, or, oh gosh, it's or, like where where to start with this because there's so there's so many elements to it. 
I I tell you where I'd like to start. The first bit I'd like to start on is that at the end of Meg's kind of question slash statement when she says, uh, "Hang on, let me find." She gives it. herself the answer. Yeah, this is amazing. I love this bit. So, so I'm putting all of my 2024 focus into me now. I think that's the first thing, like as a framing piece for this. You know, I, it's only so natural and kind of innocent for us to try and influence our partner to drink less or something like that when it's someone we care so much about. But we're all on our own time frame. We're all on our own process. And sometimes, you know, sometimes that just isn't how it goes. Um, and we love people regardless, right? So I think I think the first thing that's most important is exactly what you said, Meg. Like, I think you're going to be really surprised how far that goes to just make, to draw a line in the sand and make a decision that you're doing this for you. You're not doing it for anybody else. Mm. Um, and yeah, so just as like a foundational piece, I think that's incredibly important. Did you notice that as well, Ellie? I did. And I yeah. was going to come to it at the end because it was at the end and it's like, there, well, there's we'll your answer. You've, you've got, you've got your answer. This is, this so often happens, right? And this is why, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be journaling, but some way of externalizing what's happening um, in, in your own mind can be so bloody helpful. Yeah. Because then you get you get to see it and witness it. And, and within any kind of question or contemplation that we have, even if it's not readily available, it, it will, um, you know, because you're shaping energy, Ultimately, you, you will get your own answer. Like the answer is not going to come from me or Sam. Sadly, or sa not necessarily sadly. Like we we can um, we can offer something, otherwise we wouldn't be here at all. But ultimately, like your own your own wisdom, like it's it's all coming from within you. And and this mm. is a really beautiful example of like here I am asking the question, and then I'm giving myself the answer right at the very end. And certainly. Uh, this is a bit of an interesting one because somebody I was coaching somebody in the live alcohol experiment who had a very similar question, and they were kind of getting down about the fact that um, they they've been doing kind of surprising themselves, doing really well at not drinking and not wanting to drink, and there's some abrasion and some rubbing up against their their partner who is very much steeped in drinking and is possibly you know, making some assumptions, but possibly. Um, you know, kind of reeling from losing their drinking partner. And mm. so it's kind of this, this irritation, this rub going on. And I was saying to this individual uh, that, you know, I, I really understood it because it was it, it was very similar at the beginning of my own adventure into going alcohol-free. And I said to her that the, there were two things that happened that I didn't expect. And the first was that exactly as you're saying, when I focus solely on myself, it was surprising to me that it was kind of like the letting go of it all, not being attached to the outcome. Then my husband, who I was with at the time, um, he then did stop of his own volition. And and so I was like, oh, wow, like that, that was kind of a really nice surprise because I, I was hopeful for that. But I, I recognised that it wasn't something that I could control. Mm. But then I also said to this lady, I've also separated from my husband and I didn't see that happening either. So. I'm not suggesting that it's it's necessarily going to go that way for folks, um, but what I was saying to her was, don't don't be kind of fixated on the limited view that you have now, because mm. your mind is going to make up how it's going to be based upon the known world, and there's so much more beyond the known world. 
And so if you can open yourself up to what else might be possible and come from a place of um, you know, creativity and abundance, you'll be surprised at what goes on. So, you know, we don't we don't need to know how things are going to work out. Uh, I, I've, I've thought about this quite a lot in that, you know, I rounded up on the four years of being alcohol free and thought like, shit, if somebody had have told me at the beginning, like all the things that were going to happen, I'd have thought they were like mental. Yeah, no yeah. way. I'm going to, what, I'm going to be doing a podcast with a man with a beanie who has a cosmic badger. No way. <laughs> um, that's so good. Right. Do you know what? This is, this is brilliant. This is going to be the best interlude ever. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm You're going to go get your plant stones. No, I'm going to go put the thing on so that they can let, so I can buzz them in if I need to, mm. so that I can get out of this soil flying. Meg, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry about Sam's um, priorities being all askew, but he has a very, very important plant issue going on. Um, oh, I'm uh, on his back. Look, he's sliding along the floor with his slippy socks on. There are sometimes some things you've just got like, it's, it's important. Can you please you make a reel with that? Of me running out? Yeah, I'd, li I'd like a reel with that okay. one. And right. with the Benny Hill music, please. <laughs> so good. No, I, like, I'll see if I can find it without an, any copyright issues. Muchas gracias. But carrying on from what you're saying, I love it. Is that, yeah, I think the, f I think to let go of any kind of filter of the past here as well. It's like, okay, those things have happened in the past. Like, no biggie. Complete clean slate. Complete f fresh slate. Because a lot of what you're going to see, Meg, and everybody, like over the course of the next year, is going to be new and fresh, and you're going to have insights that you don't know that you're going to have, like Ellie was saying, and and wisdom is going to guide you to do all sorts of different things. Um, and yeah, yeah. So this isn't last year. It's this year. It's a different, it's a different set of present moments. And uh, you might be surprised what comes up. And so that, that said, I think there's potentially a couple, when it comes to say caving at certain points and things like that, there might be a couple of things that we can consider in and around. Um, are we saying the things that we want to do for for us um and are we because like in a in any kind of relationship or any any kind of friendship group as well we want to be kind of like laying down our boundary of what's okay for us what's not okay for us these days do we want to go to these things and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff as well and also um yeah i mean always i mean <laughs> i know it's, it's a bit of a catch-all isn't it but it definitely is i think true is that most of the time the thing that leads any of us back to any kind of patterned drinking or substance use of any form is, is feelings of one way or another, right? So it could be the feeling of missing out, could be the feeling of, um, you know, perhaps not feeling like we belong in that place, the feeling of getting caught up in somebody else's alcohol story, um, mm. the feeling of, you know, all sorts of different things that might be going on. Um, and, and there's no way that we're going to be able to kind of diagnose or anything like that in a podcast here but it's worth knowing that all of the work that we're doing outside of the kind of in air quotes alcohol free journey like all of the all of the kind of stuff we're doing to kind of yeah help us know that our emotions are safe our feelings are safe or like that that's like it's it's already working in the background it's already doing all the stuff that it needs to do and you're exactly where you need to be right now with a whole bunch of learnings and you've seen a lot of stuff is true. You've seen how you don't want to go down paths that you've been down before. And you've now got that. You've now got that. You learned that, you know, it's kind of been, it's being, what's the word, assimilated. It's being kind mm. of, 
Mm. Yeah, I think that's worth talking about as well. Or maybe that's it. Maybe we don't need to say any more than that, but that occurs to me. Well, I do have something to say on that. I list, thought you might. Surprisingly. Uh, I was just, I was having this very conversation with a one-to-one <clears throat> client yesterday uh, because she she's done some incredible work. She really has. And her bravery, her courage, like it, it it's astounding and beautiful. And I love spending time with her. And she was talking about having had some data points over the Christmas period, which she uh, hadn't, um, like her intention prior to Christmas was she wanted to go through alcohol-free. And actually, mm. notably, she was alcohol-free on specific occasions that were really important, like Christmas Day. So she, it, it wasn't um, like a, one of those, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to kind of go off the rails for Christmas. But there were specific occasions where she where she drank. And she was saying to me, her question was effectively like, uh, you know, you know, when we kind of doubt ourselves, a small self doubts, um, our progress or our intention even. And she said that part of her was speaking and it was kind of like, my question is like, is this enough? Is this enough? And I said to her, it's more than enough. It is absolutely more than enough for exactly, um, the, the reason that you were describing, uh, I, I see people in so many of these groups and they are so bound by this requirement to kind of almost be alcohol-free at all costs about having days that mount up to weeks, that mount up to, you know, it. and I, I said to her, like, you know, you get a year alcohol-free. So nobody knocks on your door and provides you with a trophy or a medal. Like it just, and some people, and I can't remember whether we've talked about this or not, but we ought to, uh, Sometimes people will kind of have a bit of a um, a bit of a bump after a year because they'll be like, "Oh, because <laughs> the person didn't show up with flowers and a yeah, trophy." Where, where, where were the trumpets and yeah. stuff? Where were the cosmic badges? What's well, happening? Yeah. yeah, what's going on? Where's the Where's the coming? Let's see if the balloons will come up when I do this again. Um, came up the other day. There they are. Wait, Look, there you go. There's some balloons. The, I don't, can I do balloons. that now? Hang on. I don't know. Maybe. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Uh, How do I get that shit? Oh, I don't know. I'm just. Special, mate. It's my city. <laughs> sure. Oh, your city. Got it. Um, so I, I was saying to her, like, it, it, it's more than enough. It is more than enough because I know that because of her allowing herself the freedom to explore and mm. have these bodily experiences, it's it's happening. It's all happening in the background. And the bit that she can't yet see, that I can't see, is how much is being released mm. in that process. And I, I don't know how to kind of, because I feel like I say this a lot, and, I, and perhaps it's just a case of being ready to, to hear it. Uh, but if, if your um, driving force is like, and you've been kind of in this um place for a while in terms of you know looking at your relationship with alcohol and you're kind of you you have that impatience to make progress the quickest way to make progress is with ease the introduction of ease having mm. patience with yourself and 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 total surrender into your process looking like it does not like it should to anybody or it does to anybody else it's it's so important because with that comes the experiential stuff that you need to be ultimately released 
and to to have true liberation as opposed to being bound because we've quite innocently wanted to curb a particular behavior yeah yeah it's true i love that the thing that you and you can't when you get to the next vista you know you have that insight or things look different you just can't see it until you get there like you can try and imagine what it's going to be like when you get there but it's a bit like being two-thirds of the way up the mountain and trying to imagine what the experience of standing on top of the mountain and seeing that amazing view is going to be like and then when you get there you're like oh it's completely different to how i imagined it like i just i've seen the thing i needed to see and it looks entirely different now but i just couldn't see it before and i think a lot of the time what we do is we focus on trying to get the view before we're there and when we do that we're focusing on the known world you're focusing on like the bit of ground in front of you and everything but actually it's going to come from the unknown it's going to come from wisdom like you we're all going to have insights that kind of guide us to that place that we want to go to and then it's going to be like standing on the top of the mountain and it's like oh wow look at this i this is so simple like it's so simple i had no idea that it could be this simple um And I think this is something that we do to ourselves a lot. Like whenever we've got a journey ahead of us, we sit from where we are now, obviously. We try and imagine what's going to happen over the course of the journey. And we run through trials and tribulations and joys and successes, but we do it from the level of understanding and the level of insight that we have now in this moment, innocently writing off all of the stuff that we're going to realize along the way. And Mm. You know, that's that's just something that we just seem to naturally do. Um, I think this is true of when, so data points, when people drink and they don't plan to, like this is a, what often seems to happen is people just tell themselves off for doing the thing and don't realize that very often contained within that very action, contained within that drinking process or whatever, is actually the very thing that's going to set them free. And with enough time and with enough distance between you and, and the process, looking back, it's much more, you can easily see how, oh, during that time when I drank and that cascade of things happened and they seemingly were really bad or negative at the time, that was actually really important for me because it showed me X, Y, Z and that's what really set me free. And then there was this other time when this thing happened and that thing happened. And in the middle of, when we're in the middle of it and we're in the swirl of the emotions and perhaps the doubt and all that kind of stuff, we don't really, we, we guess, I guess we kind of lose touch with that. We start trusting what's moving around in the world of thought rather than trusting in the yeah, the guidance system and the and the insight that we've all got built in. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's more than a, it's a funny one to say, isn't it? That just in our just in asking the question, Meg has everything she needs in order to do this. And in one sense, it's like it's in the post. It's absolutely in the post. Like this is a this is one of those moments where just in looking, just by looking in this direction, like it's going to happen. It just sometimes the post takes a bit longer, like my pebbles taking longer than I thought they would take today. Mm-hmm. Get pebbles. And the two things that I think can be helpful in cultivating patience are gratitude. So being really thankful to yourself for the experience mm. thus far. Yeah. <laughs> thus far. Um, you love it. Appreciate like appreciating every like if you you know kind of did a, a bit of an audit on every step that you've taken, including the steps like data points that mm. um sometimes we can be 
you know, we can have certain kind of feelings towards those, but actually revering them instead and ha having, you know, sincere gratitude for everything that you've done, because nobody else has done it for you. You have done it for you. Mm. So I think that that can be one thing that's really, really helpful in cultivating the patience that we need. And the, and the other thing is, uh, and, and this is kind of linked, it's, it's really doubling down on compassion, particularly um, the kind of compassion that is flooding out to the people around you and particularly your partner or the half or whatever. Um, because if I, and, and one of the, I, I was considering this when I was chatting to the lady in the live alcohol experiment, if the shoe is on the other foot and whether this be a best friend or whether this be um, a, a partner, if they were the person that had had this moment of awakening and had found freedom from booze and were delighted and ecstatic about it and were not struggling in any way, but were entirely happy about this and, and excited about this new journey that they were about to embark on, then I'd have felt all sorts of things, including, you know, fear of, of losing them and being left behind and what it meant for me. And I wouldn't have understood it. And I wouldn't have understood it quite rightly because it's not my stuff to understand. And even, you know, I've talked a lot about that moment of realisation that I had when I uh, discovered the, the science about booze. But had I read that PDF or had that PDF come to me a year earlier, one, I might not have opened it. And two, even if I'd have read it, I'd, it wouldn't have been the same experience because I was in a very different place. So we have to allow others to find their own way in their own time. And going back to what we said at the beginning, not be attached to their outcome. We can be hopeful for sure. Your best way of, uh, you know, we we want to influence people. The best way of influencing people is to be, as, as Meg was saying, solidly focusing on ourselves, not to the exclusion of others, but this is where the compassion comes in with a, a very open heart and uh, understanding as best we can what might be going on for somebody in, in their experience. And there are tools for that if you need them. Good old meta meditation if you need it. Yeah, sweet. Love that. Yeah, and, and that kind of, the communication beyond the words of uh, just, you know, I know I know a while back, way, way, way back, we had a, we maybe did a podcast about, but my partner still drinks or something like that. I have a memory of that. Um, and I can remember someone responding, this is years ago now, responding in the Facebook group and saying, ah, oh, you know, I don't like, I feel like you're saying we need to set an example. Um and and I don't, you know, I don't know if we'd said that exactly, but it occurred to me, it's like, it's not about setting an example. It's about just being the best version of you for you. Um, and then when someone's ready to to see or not, then they will. So, yeah, that looks very true. And I love what you said about gratitude as well. I know that, um, I know that could hold Sydney Banks. He said, uh, be grateful for what you've seen and, you know, the rest of it will take care of itself. Because um, what we often do is innocently forget how much has changed and how far we've come and all of the insights that we've had and focus on the, you know, the gap as such. We focus on the bits that we haven't seen. Um, but actually there's something about the the gratitude part. And it's not going to come from 
just to return back to where we started, the stuff that any of us are going to see that's going to make the difference to us is not going to come from the stuff that we know. It's going to come from the unknown. It's going to come from wisdom or source or, you know, something that like a real, it's a true, it's a real place. Like it's an actual dimension, this kind of formless, invisible animating force that's helping us kind of grow and evolve um, beyond the level of thinking. You know, there's the old classic Einstein, you can't solve a problem at the level it was created kind of thing. It's like, well, yeah. And, I love, and a lot of the time what we're trying to do is solve the problem from the level which we're kind of at right now. Yeah. But what we what what's going to actually happen is the is the insight or the the thing that comes from wisdom. Now, that's not going to focus innocently focusing in on the known world and kind of running around those tracks in our brain and telling ourselves off because we should know better by now or whatever. Is actually, I think it kind of blocks that those insights and that wisdom from from coming through. We don't have to think about it. You know, you don't have to think about this, Meg. Like it's a. Uh, you can just trust that you're going to see what you need to see and it's all playing out as it as it as it means to and just the fact that you're looking in this direction is like massively generative and the less you worry about it and and think about it um the more insights that you'll have the more that that space will generate those insights for you um i kind of like that we haven't gone down because i think with the discussion like it's interesting actually what we haven't done in this discussion is gone down the whole how to manage the relationship with your partner or something like that, the kind of almost like very form-based yeah. element. And because I, th I think it's less important than what we've been talking about personally. Well, well, not only that, but it's, it's not our place, right? No, so sure. there's a big, uh, there's a big thing about consent and, uh, you know, folks will so often in the groups that we coach in, will want the how to guide. Yeah. And it's understandable that we, we, we ask in that sort of a way, but again, that's coming from, the known world, right? You don't need a how-to guide for anything. Mm. Uh, yes, it's useful to look towards IKEA beings, yeah, IKEA or be beings that are, that have travelled the path that you're. Um, or, well, not, it's not even the same path, but a a, a path that's some like it's it, it's useful and it's useful to be in community with people that are turning inward and doing this kind of work. But I, I never ever want to be in a capacity like it wouldn't just not feel right to me where i am trying to uh suggest that somebody handles their relationship i've got i've got no window into other than the piece the one small piece that you've told me like how could how could i possibly mm -hmm. advocate for how you should handle that it's like absolutely none of my business yeah, yeah, and the yeah. wonderful thing about that is that you are fully empowered to uh, you know, to to meet those relationships with you know everything, every every ounce of your being, and you know you 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 will you will have a wonderful experience, and it and it might not feel wonderful the entire time. You know, we we know relationships are about conflict often, and that's the kind of the deepening of the the intimacy. Uh, but you're to use is it Michael Singer that talks about you know you'll be a richer being. So when I say it's wonderful, it's wonderful because you'll be a richer being for having had the experience, and you will you will navigate your way through it. And who knows whether you know you end up um, closer together or further apart. You don't need to know. You don't need to know right now. And to have 
the uh, the kind of um, the, the letting go of that. It's it's worth. It's so highly valuable because then you are more likely to attract the outcome that you want anywhere. You know, this is like yeah, classic alchemy. I mean, so- yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, I mean, and it comes from the fact that we're never, I was going to say, we're never feeling our partner, I suppose. There, You know, it depends how you want to, <laughs> it depends <laughs> how you want to think about it. Because <laughs> you've got your cosmic badger but, out on, hasn't it? <laughs> but uh, this cosmic badgers has got nothing to do with sexual things. What is this? It's, it's a sexual thing. You sound like Alan Partridge. Lynn, they're sex people. <laughs> My favorite episode of all time. People, people. Um, But we're never, we're not like. If you think about how much is going on inside our self concept and what makes us us and our personality, you know, no one has a full window into that, and we don't have a full window into anybody else either. So we're we're not seeing our partner as they are as such to themselves. We're seeing our partner as they are to us. And we're feeling our thinking about them and we can, through insight and through wisdom, we can learn to see that we are able to see our partner how we want to see them at the end of the day. That doesn't mean that you know there aren't instances where we need to lay a boundary or all that kind of stuff. Of course, that stuff is is there, but but it's very often in looking within and in doing this kind of inner work, um, our friends and our partners and our loved ones, they they seemingly kind of transform in front of our very eyes and this suddenly this person that seemed really reactive suddenly isn't reactive anymore or this person that seemed despondent suddenly isn't that anymore or i think about you know my relationship with you know loved ones and stuff like that and how they you know they've they've changed in their own way of course but they haven't but there's many things that they're still they're still doing, but those things don't impact me the way that they used to because my thinking about them has completely changed. So the alchemy is coming from within. It's it's it doesn't require any any changes out there at the level of the world or the level of any kind of circumstance. Um, I think I don't know about you, mate, but I think that's um, right. that's kind of it lead, what it leads back to where where we started, like the top tail thing of you know so in focusing on our own journey and doing what's right for you um, and making this 100% your priority and all that kind of stuff and, and releasing thinking from the past and, and coming into the now and all that stuff. Like, it, you know, it's, it's going to shake out in the wash as you would say, I like that phrase started using mm. it. Now. Yeah. Well, do you know what, Mr. Sam, I really fucking enjoyed that. That's yeah, good. See, this is the power of, our membership and people having the the courage, the bravery, the vulnerability to show up in that sort of a way because we like flat out, we wouldn't have recorded this today otherwise. Like, no, that's that, that's absolutely true. And so, yeah. So, if, so if you're if you'd like to come and be able to request these and the, and you can request as many as you like. We're not like you can only request one a year. Like yeah. you could do is and well, it's, we're just going to pick the best ones, right? And or the best ones will kind of the cream will rise to the top like well the cream that we kind of like will rise like it, we're, we're going to pick the ones that are really and, and and they don't have to be about booze right so it can be about anything it could be about sam's cosmic badger uh, i'm pretty sure that we'll i think to some extent that will happen but i i think that we'll as things currently stand i think there's a very good chance that we'll get to the vast majority that people suggest or th- or we'll be able to amalgamate some together so that they're kind of yes, correct at the same time yeah. and yeah. 
So just for anyone who doesn't know or anyone who's missed it right now for a very other, like basically within that, you can request these podcasts. You get, it's quite, quite a, a, quite a cool little digital version of me and Ellie, which you can. So for example, you can post a question like Meg posted to the, to the digital Sam and Ellie, and you'll get an answer and it will bring up podcasts where we're talking to that. Mm. And you could also submit a question so you could come at it from all fronts. We're going to do a live event each month. As I say, the first one's coming up on the 30th of January. Um, So that will be there. Um, There's loads of awesome search function in there. Um, Oh, and there's a, there's a, there's a discount code for the merch store, 20% off the merch. Um, And all of that for the pricely sum of $12 a month. So for basically the pricely sum. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, like this is what I meant. I said it as a bit ironically. I think I meant to. I think I had slash made a mistake. <laughs> I said it ironically because it's not particularly. Uh, it's not. How much is it again? Pricey. Twelve bucks. Twelve, 12 bucks. God, it's a fucking bargain. Twelve American bucks. Um, Twelve bucks. Everything's recorded. So if you if you can't yeah. make the the event, the monthly event, you'll have a recording of that. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is a. W- it's going to be a really lovely opportunity to hang out because a couple of things are going to happen. Well, a few things are going to happen. One of the things that we um, want to open up, and I hope I don't get told off by Sam for saying this, but it's I've been desperate to do this for ages, is a live recording of a podcast with you guys actually yeah, there. So yeah, you yeah. get to be there when we record the podcast. And we've got a little plan around making it interactive. So you can be a part of the podcast as it's happening and then hear yourself back on the podcast in, in some way. So, um, I mean, it's, it's, that's really exciting. And just being in that kind of energetic flow with us and other beings that are interested in, um, swearing and cosmic. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, so, you know, what, what have you got to lose for, for 12 bucks? I co- spend you 12 bucks, come along for the first one. And then you go. And of course, you've got complete control over it and all that stuff. Like you don't have to, you know, I'm sure once you're in there that you're going to want to hang around. But of course, you're welcome to to come and go as you please. Um, And yeah, we were chatting um, and Aaron about sponsorships and and how to like, you know, be able to reinvest in the podcast and all that kind of stuff. And we've just decided that it does have an impact to have adverts and things like that. So for now, we're not doing that. So this is one of the things that we've put together for anyone who would like to... um, you know, invest or say thank you in the in the podcast, and we really appreciate it to anyone who comes along. We really do. Um, yeah. So yeah, go it's, get. Yeah, it's just got a different feel to it, hasn't it? Because whilst it was very it was very flattering that we were approached by different people about sponsoring the podcast, it then throws another dimension in because then it, it's about what somebody else is interested in. Yeah. And you know, we're never going to align with you know companies or folks that don't fit with us. But still, it has this, it, it, it's this introduction of a, of a different element. And what I love about the idea of the membership is that it brings it right back to what it's all about. And this is the, the people that are listening in the first place. 100%. So, you know, spend your 12 bucks. That then goes into the present and sober coffers, which means, means I can afford to pay Sam <laughs> <laughs> to do all of the tech work that I don't know how to do. <laughs> so it keeps um, us on the road for it's, another it's, it's kind of mad that we're like what two and a hundred nearly 140 podcasts in or something two and a half years basically um yeah who who who'd have thought that right back at the beginning when we we were like ah we should do something who'd have thought that it would have grown to 
to what it is now. Um, and we're moving ever closer to that million downloads. We're not quite there yet, but that'll be quite a celebration when we get there. So yeah, this is another moment to say thank you to anyone who supported us along the way. We really appreciate it. And to those of you who have grown with us and to those of you who are brand new, um, it means a lot that you're kind of tuning in and listening in. And yeah, for those of you who feel called, cool, it would mean a lot to have you in the membership as well. So yeah. Awesome. So there'll be a link, link in the show notes, click that, come and join us. Is so, it, is it worth reading it out? What it is? It's something memorable for people to join. Actually, you're going <laughs> to, mate, you're going to love this. I'm pretty sure you can go to, hang on, let me just double check this. Because you're going to be like, obviously, I've set it up in a way that is particularly. Um, hang on. Hang on, folks. Something, there's some wheels whirring, cogs whirring. So if you go to presentandsober.club. Woo! <laughs> there you go. That's it. I love it. Oh. Oh, God. Well, can we call our event the Clubhouse? We could do. I mean, it was going to be a membership. We didn't call it a club. We called it a membership. So, but I, but I couldn't get, I, I couldn't oh, set up membership. It's kind of like, club. I like club. It's kind of like. Well, maybe it will slowly transition into the present and sober club. Um, we're already a club. I mean, I feel like the nice thing about a membership, it feels like, you know, I mean, everyone's always welcome to everything, obviously. But uh, anyway, that's where you'll find it. Present and sober dot club. Um, and you'll you'll find the page there that tells you all the bits that's in there and you can come and join and all that stuff. We'd love to see you there. So awesome. Come and swear with us on the 30th. Love it. All right, team. You Big might love. get a glimpse, a little glimpse of that cosmic badger. I'll get it out. I'll, I'll bring my picture anyway. I've already shown anyone who's watching on YouTube has already seen it today anyway. Right. Big love. Mwah. <laughs> that was a great sound. Mwah.